Hello everyone, this is Dr. Morrison from HBM Outreach Ministries. Good to be back with you again, and I do enjoy the moments of bringing the gospel of salvation. It is what the Lord requires of us to do, because time is short, and our nation today seems to forget God. So God wants us out there to let people be reminded that there is still a God who is in full control. Before I go any further, let me connect you to how you can get to us. We have a website, HBM website. It's www.hbmoutreach3 at gmail.com. That's our website. And you can email us and tell us whether or not how you're handling the the word or how you're dealing with it, if it's a blessing, if it's helping you, if your life is being changed. And also at in the bar, you may be able to see the donate button. We're asking you for a one-time donation or a monthly donation, whichever is best for you. Our intention is to take this gospel as far as we can get it. So we're asking you to help us this year that we can do some more because we need more people to hear this word and to give their life to Jesus Christ. Nothing would be better or sweeter than to know that the word of the Lord is out and people are listening and hearing their lives are being changed and you are a part of the reason why this word could get that far. So send us a donation. We've never asked like this before and we're just taking this time to say, give us your support. And under the donate, donate button, you will see the instructions of how you donate. May God bless you and may he keep you and may he just shower you with all good things for 2021. Happy New Year to all of you. I want to use today for a subject, have you been to boot camp? And I want to read from Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12 and Corinthians, 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against powers, against the rulers of darkness, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Second Corinthians 10, 4 said, says, For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of Satan's stronghold. You think of those two scriptures, use them as a start of the year to get you through life because you're going to need them anyway. Now, when we think about boot camp, we think about some serious things. Some people describe it as the worst part of a military career, boot camp. The reason they may say that is, that, is because boot camp takes you from a civilian mindset and put you into a military mindset. Change, that's what it does. In boot camp, you suffer what you call sleep deprivation. You don't get as much sleep as you would want to. That's the entry into the military. And they're gonna make sure that you learn it the hard way or get it the hard way. 
you lost sleep. If you carry phones and other things with you, little cosmetic things, when you get to boot camp, they're going to ask you to pack it up, send it back to your family. Why is that so? You're not a civilian anymore. We didn't call you here to make you a better civilian. We call you to be a military, in the military army, to be a soldier. So those things must go home. Then you have to change your clothes, get into boot camp clothes, boot camp garments, change of garments. And you may have your petty officers that may scream at you, but they have to do that because you must learn again, learn everything the hard way. This is not a smooth ride. This is not a joke. This is serious business. Your head, in some cases, your head is being shaved. And in some cases also, you have to do push-ups very often. And you have to do practice a, a marching that you do frequently. And boot camp is really not the place to hang out. It is the introduction to the military. Therefore, it must be tough because the journey thereon, my friends, will be very challenging for those who are in boot camp. And you can notice here that some of these tough moments that are in boot camp, tough moments, some people survive it and some don't. Some enter, few weeks, few weeks later, they're gone back. They can't deal with this. But this is how the military is training you to face combat later on. My friends, as Christians, many of us have not been to boot camp. Dr. Morrison, why did you say that? Because it's so tough in boot camp and you must be able to survive to stay. If you can't survive it, you can't stay. Many, many people today who get into this Christian walk expect red carpets, expect bed of roses, expect everything to be fine and dandy. My friends, this is a rough walk. This is a tough walk, but this is a very sure walk because the captain of this walk is Jesus. He has already defeated the devil. He has made the way so that you and I, in spite of changes and tough times and rough times, He's made it in such a way that you and I can do it through his grace. But if we decide not to rest on the grace of God, we won't make it through. When these young men and women leave boot camp, then they are put to their assignments, wherever that is. Some of them expect it close to where their home is and they didn't get it they have to go way far away from everyone their families and they're gone 
They have comrades. They have people that are trained in boot camp with them. But I'll tell you something, my friends. One of the issues that comes with boot camp and after boot camp is loneliness. Loneliness? Yes, loneliness. With so many people around, you're still lonely? Yes. You know how many people that are in crowds today? They're laughing, they're giggling, they're trying to have a good time, but deep within their heart, they're lonely. Why are they lonely? They are away from families. They are away from loved ones. They are miles, thousands of miles away from loved ones. And they're just putting up with what is there. But there's a cry in their heart for intimate relationships with their families, family relationships. And so when they can't get that, loneliness seems to step in. You ask some folks today, they're in a crowd and they're talking, but you pull them aside and you know something, something is missing. When you get them aside and you ask them, you look a little different. Yes, you're smiling, but there's something that is missing. If you were to talk to them seriously and they were to open up to you, they'll say yes. As much as I am here trying to enjoy the moments, there is something that is bothering me. And it makes me feel that I am not here. I'm just putting on a show. And so in boot camp, my friends, in the, in the military, when you go to assignments, you get very lonely because your families are not around. And you can't wait for the moment when you can go back and visit your sons, your daughters, your wives, your husbands, because you miss them. On this walk, my friend, this Christian walk, there will be time with times when it's just you. It will feel like it's just you. Some of your friends will go. Some of your loved ones will go. Some of the people that you hold very dear to your heart, they will be gone. Some will move out of state or move away. And you will be left there. And you will feel like this journey is a lonely journey. I want to remind you that even in this assignment, wherever you are, where God places you, you are not alone. And God would not leave you alone. He called you into this. And if he called you, his grace is sufficient to keep you. You say, it's tough, man. I can't deal with this. You can deal with this. It's too much for me. You can deal with this. Because he giveth more grace when your burdens grow greater. He will strengthen you in those moments. And here's what loneliness does. Loneliness is a power of darkness. Loneliness is a stronghold in your life. You know how many people are living with it today. It's a stronghold. They're not going any further. They're not happy. They're trying everything to put a good show on, but they're not happy because something happened that brings loneliness in their life and it becomes a stronghold. Loneliness can drive you into mental depression and other mental challenges. Oh no, it can't do that to me. 
You say to me, oh, no, not as long as my God is alive. Yes, God is a God that is in full control of everything. But hear me today. Sometimes loneliness will let you let yourself go to Satan. When he gets you, he push you in all kind of dimensions. And one of them is mental depression, mental challenges. My friends, listen, you don't have to accept that. It's real. It's happening all over the world. It's happening with great men and great women who are of the faith, who were saved for a long time, who goes to church. They never miss a beat. They never miss a service. But it happens to them. And I'll tell you why it happens to them. They never use their weapon when that time set in. They are supposed to pull their weapons out when you go in the military. Listen, you are not going to see the enemy coming at you and take your weapon and make it a souvenir and hide it somewhere. You are going for your weapon. That's what many people didn't do and don't do and is still not doing today. When these things come to their life that will upset their spiritual mode and upset them on a whole, you as a child of God in the army of God, you need to pull that weapon out that God has given to you. Hear what Paul says about it. He says you have the weapon to pull down the strongholds. You have the weapon to cast down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bringing it into captivity, every thought to the obedience of God. You have the weapon. Listen to me, my friends. Joseph had the weapon when he went down to Egypt and he had to go through all that he went through and become the governor of Egypt. He was able to do that only because the weapon and the weapon is he knew his God. He knew his God. He said to his brothers, you all meant it for evil, but God meant it for good. When you have your weapon, you can tear down the barriers of loneliness and you can avoid some of those mental issues that are heading your way because you're using your weapon and you define the devil and you're telling him you can go for somebody else, but you won't get this one. My weapon I'll use against you. You got it? Use it. Use it. You say to me, where do I get this weapon? You can only get this weapon if you're in the army. My friends, when you go to boot camp, you are in boot camp. You are taught how to use a weapon. They don't go and take any civilian off the street and say, come, let me tell you to use a weapon. Let me teach you. No, they don't do that. It's who is there is taught how to use what they have. When you become a child of God, God will put his weapon in your heart, his word, his word, that Bible, it must be in your heart. When you get into strange situations, and even when you don't, you must have it. But when you get into strange situations, Satan will understand that this person is a force to be reckoned with. 
because you're pulling your weapons out. You're pulling your weapons. You were taught in boot camp how to use it. You were taught not to put your weapon down and make it just a gift and leave it there and pick it up on Sunday mornings. You were taught, thy word have I hid in thy heart that I might not sin against thee. You were taught, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. You were taught to use this weapon because it's a sword, it's sharp. It tears down, it cuts, and then it heals. You were taught that. And so when that devil comes up against you, he notices you have the art of using your weapon. You're skillful with your weapon. My friends, he is going to back off. And he'll come again, but he will remember who you are because you are not scared to use your weapon. And I call upon you today, use your weapon against loneliness because loneliness will drive you insane. And some of you may have to just understand that Listen, this is not a cocky thing. This is something that I have to become a radical with this weapon because the enemy of this world is always at the neck of the Christians. And if you don't stand up as a Christian, and if you don't use that weapon as a Christian, if you put it down, you are going to be tramped all over and run all over by the devil. But when you pull that weapon up, and you pull that sword out and you decide to use it, Satan will understand, I can't stand against this. I will have to run. Use that weapon in, against the loneliness that you're suffering today in this, in this Christian walk, all by yourself. Friends have gone. Families abandoned you. People don't understand you. They almost want to call you a nerd. But you're not. Pick up that weapon and listen to what God says about you. Listen to what God says he will do for you. And listen to how God says he will keep you in your loneliness. In this time. The next thing that you suffered in that military walk, in this Christian walk, is injuries. Every last person that's in the army, whether you're in the, in the forefront, in the front line, or in the back line, or somewhere, where whatever your assignments are, wherever you are, you are in the military. And when you're in the military, you are subject to casualties. God never told us that when we come to him and we give him our life, he was going to make this road very easy for us. He never said that. He said, I'm going to be with you. I will be your God. You will be my people. It's going to be a tough road, my friends. Many people don't want their names to be called. Many people don't want persecutions. Many people don't want to hear anything at all bad about them. If you're in this army, my friends, you will hear the negatives. You can't change the talk of people. They're going to say what they have to say. But you must be reminded, soldiers are in for casualties. Whether they lost a leg, an arm, an eye, or some other part of their body, 
They are a soldier of God. And if you're willing to say, I don't care what I lose. I don't care what I didn't get. I want Satan to know, even when I lost all these things and I didn't get any of what I really want, none of these things move me. I am going to remain a soldier and I'm going to remain a faithful soldier because this is really not about me. This is about God, the God that I serve, the one who I signed this contract up with, that I'm going to serve you until I die. This is about him. Now I call upon all of you today, be prepared for injury, be prepared for casualties, especially you at the front. Your name will be called. You will suffer some things. You will be disappointed in many things. You will be hurt in many ways. You will be persecuted in many ways. Casualties. And you can't be in the forefront and don't expect it. Otherwise, you're not qualified. You need to leave the forefront. Many, many folks today, they, all they talk about is the miracles and the blessings. They're not telling people how to endure. Miracles and blessings, they're just for a while. But enduring to the end is important to God. That's why he said the race is not for the swift. Neither is the battle for the strong. But you that endure to the end, you may not have everything that you want in this life to endure in with. But you got to endure to the end as a good soldier. You said, if I die, let me die in the army of the Lord. If I live, let me live in the army of the Lord. Expect casualties. Somebody fooled somebody and said this. When you step into this, everything is going to be well. You get a nice car. You get a nice home. Get a nice job. Enjoy the blessings of the Lord. That's all right. You can do that. But you better have a mindset. That you're not a civilian anymore. You're a soldier in the army and you're up for injury. And be prepared that whatever comes, you are still going to love and serve your God and be faithful unto him. Because things will come and things will go. But the thing that you want to happen in your life is that you can endure to the end where you can stand up before God on that great day and listen to the rewards that the Lord will give unto you. Because you're a soldier. You're a good soldier. You fought. Many, many, many today are saying, I can't take this. Something simple happened, they're ready to run. You wonder if they have ever been to boot camp. You wonder they have, if the intro in was just come and be the pastor here, or they were trained, or they suffered, or they earned where they are, or God called them. You wonder, because many people are running off, they're not willing to hear anything negative about them. Listen, my friends, we spend a lot of time protecting our name rather than serving the God who have called us and be faithful unto him. You won't have everybody saying that you're a good guy. You won't have everyone saying that you're a nice lady, a nice man. You won't have that. Jesus never had that. Paul never had that. Peter never had that. What makes you different? You must suffer. 
Here's what Peter 4 said. Peter 1, 1 Peter 4, verse 16. If any man suffer as a Christian, let him not be ashamed, but let him glorify God on his behalf. And 1 Peter 4, 15 said, but let none of you suffer as a murderer or as a thief or as an evildoer. The best person to suffer for and in whose name suffer for the Lord. Because my friends, when you suffer for him, when you accept him and you confess him and you suffer for him, he already suffered for us. But when you're in suffering and you're not denying God and you're not changing up on him, God is looking at you and he's writing that in your record. And he's saying that you're a faithful servant. You are not in this because of what you can get out of it. You are not in this for a good name. You are not in this for a show. You are in this because you love your God and you've made up your mind. You don't care what happened to you. If you're being denied of friends and families and others, you have made up your mind that you are going to serve your God, your Savior. Why is that so? God is very important to you. God is more important than anything you ever had in your life. You're standing because of him. You're sitting, you're eating, you're working because of him. And you tell me today, if anybody can make you do the things that you are doing, impart life into you, you tell me of anybody who can do that except God. No one. Absolutely no one. So when you have to suffer for God, you count it all joy. You ought to be glad. You ought to be glad. You know what Ephesians 6, 12 said? You wrestle not against flesh and blood, but you wrestle against the powers, against the rulers of darkness, against spiritual wickedness in high places. As a soldier today, my friends, be ready for loneliness. Be ready for casualties. Some of the great men that God called for service, they suffered those. They remain faithful. Let me ask you a question today. Can you remain faithful? Can you remain faithful when you see no one? When you, when you face persecution, when you're told that if you don't stop this Christian thing, your neck is going to be off. Can you remain faithful? Are you ready to suffer? Have you been to combat? And if you've been to combat and you're ready to suffer, you're saying, because when you go into the army, you are not promised that you may return alive. When you go into God's business, my friends, nobody promise you that you're going to live forever. You may have a short span life just because of serving God. But my friends, you will be ready to serve him. I call upon all of you today that you stand up for what you believe in Jesus and you endure to the end. Don't you run away. Don't let anything change your mind from God. And I ask you as I close, have you been to combat? If you haven't been, I suggest that you should go back and evaluate yourself 
and see where you are with God. And if you have been, don't let Satan chase you with a little bark. You stand up because your God is going to be there with you. Would you bow your heads in prayer? Oh, Father, I thank you today for your goodness, for your mercies, for your love. I pray that we may look into our own lives. And I pray that we may tell ourselves, I can't be a wimp. I can't be a wimpy soldier. I must be a strong soldier. Whatever it's costing me to stand up, I will stand up. I may lose fame, friends, families, things. I may lose them all. But I know I won't lose God. The captain of the army, the architect of my life, I won't lose him. So I want to stand up today and I want to let it be known that I will serve my God come what may. God bless you all. You write, you email us and let us know how this broadcast is helping you. And don't forget to send us your donation. We are greatly in need of it and we appreciate it very much. God bless.